Welcome to the Parsha Pick Me Up, a podcast to brighten your week and give a little added insight into the weekly Torah portion. This episode is sponsored by Barry Diner in memory of his father, Moshe Naftali ben Zev Velvel. We have a tradition that Avram did not only discover God, but that he shared what he had learned with so many others, as many as he could find in each city and state that he and Sarah stopped in as they traveled from Haran to the land of Canaan. Our sages take this to be the meaning of the verse, and Avram took Sarai, his wife, along with Lot, his nephew, as well as all of the property that they had acquired, and the souls that they had made in Haran. What does it mean to make souls? Rabbi Elazar Bar Zimra said, If the whole world gathered together to create a gnat, they could not grant it a soul. And yet you say that they took the souls that they had made? Rather, this refers to converts that Avram and Sarah converted. In fact, the Rambam writes that the greater household of Avram and Sarah was filled with thousands, or perhaps even tens of thousands, of people that Avram and Sarah had drawn close to God. They were not converts in the contemporary or narrow halachic sense, people who joined the Jewish people and the covenant from Sinai, but people who were inspired by the righteousness and teachings of Avram and Sarah. This must have been an incredible miniature society, not only a society that knew God, but one that practiced, as Avram did, tzedek umishpat, righteousness and justice. This must have been, as Rabbi Soloveitchik puts it, a society committed to, quote, hospitality, sympathy, compassion, the readiness to fight for justice and defend it. This is exactly what the converts had to accept. One who believes in God must be merciful and understanding, tolerant and charitable, ready to defend the weak and the helpless. End quote. What happened to all of these people, Anshe Beit Avraham, people of the house of Abraham, as they were known? Why do we not know their story? What is their tradition? And why did their children and descendants not go down to Egypt and then up to Sinai with Avram and Sarah's children? We answer this question by asking another. What happened to the children of Avram and Sarah when they went down to Egypt? There, the Rambam says, they began to learn the ways of the Egyptians and to worship idolatry like them. All that they had learned from their parents and grandparents, inspiring people who had known God, was not enough. They began to assimilate and leave God, to leave their way of life and relationship with Him. It was only, to quote the same Rambam, because God loved us and kept His agreement with our father Avraham, that he appointed Moses and crowned Israel with commandments and gave them the way to worship him. The Rambam's words are both simple and startling. No one was blessed with better teachers, role models, and traditions than the literal children of Israel. Yet, they were just a hair's breadth away from assimilation. Their traditions, stories, and old commitments were not enough to sustain their way of life. And so... If God had not taken our ancestors out of Egypt and given them Torah and mitzvot, then they would have disappeared without a trace. They required, as we still do now, the many special and concrete laws and practices of Torah to retain a relationship with God and the strong commitment to the justice and righteousness of Abraham. Sadly, it seems all too reasonable to assume that the amazing people once called Anshe Beit Avraham, people of the house of Abraham, eventually assimilated and disappeared, though they could boast of a relationship with God, Avram, and Sarah, and they could boast of an amazing commitment to justice and kindness 
They did not have all that they needed to preserve their way of life. Their broad righteousness, lacking the particular and concrete expressions lent by Torah, was not sustainable. Last week, we spoke about the importance of trusting ourselves, of remembering that we very often know within our heart of hearts the difference between right and wrong and the great distinction between justice and oppression. Yet, this knowledge is not enough. It was not enough. Not for the children of Avram and Sarah, and not for the many people that they had gathered underneath the shelter of the Divine Presence. If we are to retain those great commitments that mark us as distinct and make us the particular people of God, we must wear our crown, the knowledge of Torah and the practice of mitzvah. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Parsha Pick Me Up and that it brightened your week with just a little bit of Torah. This week's episode was sponsored by Barry Diner in memory of his father, Moshe Naftali ben Zev Velvel. Please reach out to me at rabbiuosh.org to share your comments or become a sponsor. You can also sponsor by visiting our website, uosh.org. Please come, daven, learn, and spend some time with us, and please share this episode with anyone who might enjoy it. Selected sources can be found in the episode details.